I'm an artist, but an artist with an inclination to pay the bills. Therefore, museum installation work is a good fit for me. However, during this time of shelter in place, no museums are open. They're working on imaginative ways to serve the public without the use of a physical building. I've decided to take this opportunity to call up some of my counterparts, friends, and former co-workers and ask what they've been up to and how they are dealing with this sudden change. My guest in this episode is Deborah Whitney, an artist with degrees from Mass College of Art in Boston and Wimbledon College of Art in London. But I know her as an astute and focused crewmate, a guiding spirit, and a friend. I'm going to share my combo with her in just one sec. First, I'd like to give a quick mention to David Craig at the Portland Orbit. He wrote a short piece on the Limited Perspective episode number 15, the one where I talked to director Mike Reeser and his co-producers Paul Floyd and Christy Sinkson about the making of a documentary, the Georgia Guidestones movie. Check out the Portland Orbit at portlandorbit.wordpress.com. And now, without further ado, here's my talk with Deborah Whitney. Deb Whitney, 10 a.m. So far, so good. Hello. Hello. <laughs> how are oh. you? Hey, Deb, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Did I You're, sound like a like a automatic? Yeah, you sound like sound? a computerized machine. I was like, yeah. oh, oh um, should I leave a message? <laughs> I realized after that happened that it, that's exactly how it felt too. Hello, <laughs> hello. <laughs> well, what have you been up to? Oh, you know, <laughs> over the last twenty twenty or so yeah. years. <clears throat> Well, I kind of gave you a synopsis last night. Yes. So, yeah, that uh, was a that was yeah. an awesome email. <laughs> um, so I left yeah. I left my house this morning mm-hmm. um, because I haven't left it in several days, and I'm looking at mountains and a lake and pine trees, Jeez. and it's really nice. <laughs> Good. Yeah. People have to. Um, I'm so glad I don't live in New York City right now. Yeah, I know. I know. I've I've got some friends who who have had health issues, mm-hmm. and they didn't respond to my. Oh. query for about three days and mm. i was kind of panicking and uh mm. but they just missed my email so but i can't even imagine right and it's right. just a like, grim yeah. yeah so yeah so i'll tell you what i'll ask for a little background and then we'll then we'll start for from where well we work together at the guggenheim okay because i know you got into it because you wanted you started out uh probably going to art school or something yes i did yeah. i went to mass art okay and uh did you so, um what, what what i mean what sparked your interest i mean why why did you want to be an artist to go to go or to be an artist to be in art school yeah. i you know i i kind of never thought about doing anything else mm-hmm. from when i was little yeah you know, it was just something i always did and the only thing i was ever really interested in right so, and then, and then after art school, went after mass art, I went to, did some traveling and then went to the, worked at the ICA in Boston uh-huh. and probably learned far more doing that job than I ever did in, at mass art. Ah. I learned about, I learned about contemporary art there and, uh-huh. and then also got a chance to sort of do the initial part of exhibition work that, that kind of framed the rest of my life yeah, the, yeah. <clears throat> even met even met peter there <laughs> ah perfect <laughs> yeah you know 
And and then at some point you guys moved to New York City. Yeah, we well we moved to London in uh, eighty eight and lived there for a couple a year and year oh, and okay. year and a half, and then we moved to New York. Peter was offered a job. Uh, he had been driving for Fine Arts Express in okay. Boston, and when we were in London, he uh, they wrote wrote they called him and asked him if he would like to um, open up their New York warehouse. Ah. So that's that's what brought us to New York. Good deal. So, Good deal. So yeah. you moved to New York in eighty. We moved in eighty nine. Yep, moved there in eighty nine, and then moved out to Long Island in ninety seven. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then ninety seven was about the time that I was um, traveling back and forth from the south and. Halfway regretting that I had moved out of New York. Hmm. Yeah, it was nice. I mean, moving to Long Island kind of didn't finalize it. We were still in the New York sphere. Yeah. So stayed until stayed in the New York area until 2003 Mm -hmm. when we moved up to Maine. Okay. But um, yeah, New York was really good then. (laughs) Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. So your New York years were. Okay, so you've been doing this since 1982, working in the yeah. field. Yes. So. Yeah. I kind you... of alternated between exhibition work and it and art administration mm-hmm. through the years. I, you know, when when I first moved to New York, first job I had was working admin for an art consultant. Oh. And and then started doing art fairs for a British company. Worked okay. at the Armory for all those years. Didn't. Doing, oh, uh, okay. When doing I read art, yes, I see. When I read art fairs, you weren't in, you weren't uh, in, you weren't setting up your own artwork. <clears throat> no, I was. That's all I <laughs> oh, was you doing were. is moving moving crates, meeting trucks, moving crates, hauling. Uh, but not. A bunch yeah, of crap. I had assumed that you were showing your own work. Oh no! <laughs> Hell no! No, okay. no, no! I was showing the work hauling, of others for all that crap. year. Yes. Yeah. No. No. I I done art fairs. <laughs> From New York to Dubai, <laughs> and uh, How, well, expl- uh, talk about Dubai a little bit. How do you end up? Uh, when we were in li- living in London, mm-hmm. um, we moved to London in 2011 okay. and lived there until 2015. We lost our visa, so we had to come back. Okay, uh, but I was working for an art moving company um, that was trying to really enter the Middle East market, and <clears throat> so I was sent to Dubai for three weeks and did two fairs in 10 days. And, okay. uh, wow. and it was pretty awful, really. It's Dubai is a, a real have and have not place. It's, oh. um, you know, it's, um, oh, inc- incredible wealth mm-hmm. that's supported by legions of, of slave labor, you know, oh, the so same shameful. as, so, and they, and they build big apartment buildings for these men that leave their families and send money home, you know, <clears throat> Oh. From all over the place, and the crew that I worked with, you know, was um, from everywhere. Like, and you know, one was a florist, one was a hairdresser. It's like, oh. you know, they they go to Dubai and make you know, do whatever work they can. So they so. left their own town so they could get um, something yeah. to pay the bills. Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah. So yeah. So it's one of those places where there's extreme wealth and then extreme poverty. Yeah. Well, the poverty is just, you know, it's built into the the sort of hierarchical structure of the whole thing. So, 
Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was interesting to do it, but okay. You know, it was hard to do it. Even more difficult to do it as a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I was supposedly in charge of the crew, and no one would listen to me. Oh. That kind of thing. Yeah, I guess. Not, Go ahead. Also, extremely patriarchal. Right. So, you, <laughs> so. yeah, regarding uh, feminism, you got even more of a challenge over there, uh, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, what I read so. about is what you. Uh, so you you are you've been uh, as a, taken a second look at your website. Nice, excellent artwork, by the way. Oh, um, I love your <laughs> thank you. I love your surfaces and your and your um. Just even the even the even the ones without words are are poetic to me. Um, oh, that's yeah, that's very a very nice. nice thing to hear. Yeah, uh-huh. but I, <laughs> but I, but you, so so. But there's a there's a. It seems like there's a, a cl- clearly a, a feminist theme. It's not not being hit over the head with it, but but so yeah. so. And you had sort of worked that out, I think. In your artwork, and I'm the way I see it, because I obviously there's a lot I don't know about you. I just know you from right. like a, a, a awesome crewmate at sure at the Guggenheim. But <clears throat> it sounds like you worked through some feminism, and then you went to the UK, the UK, and worked with some some uh, good old yeah. boy brutes. And then yep. went to art school yep. with prima donnas. So. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? It was really interesting. I yeah. Um, and and when I say old boys, they really are. They're they're like worn out old guys like who really old. came from East London. Uh-huh. Yeah, they were my age. You know, <laughs> okay. it's like big big bellies, mm-hmm. truck drivers, and um, you know, uh, not completely comfortable working with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there were, there are even fewer women doing it there. Uh. Um, so, but. I, I don't know. I I really like them. They're they're good. They mm-hmm. they were good guys, and you know they kind of came to accept me. I've been right. w- working with these types, like working with the union guys in New York for decades. Where you know it says in my little thing on my uh, website, it's mm-hmm. like I really did get tools taken out of my hand. You know, uh-huh. and oh, like literally to, snatched. At yeah. Me. Literally, literally trying to, <laughs> trying to take things from me so, oh. because they, they didn't think I could use them, you know, and that kind of thing. So oh. I've been doing that, that kind of stuff since the nineties and uh-huh. I can, I can handle it. But, um, yeah. And then art school, I've, you know, I'm, it was, it was a notion I had to try to get my head wrapped around the idea of, of making things, I mean, I never stopped making work, but right. I kind of stopped the, the the thought process behind it. And mm-hmm. uh, I saw going back to school as a sort of equalizer for myself to sort of sure. say, you know, enough already. I, I this is what I do. Yeah. And uh, well, that's really. So, yeah. I did. I feel like. Yeah. I wish I had taken that sort of initiative. I had to get it together to start making art again. Yeah. Yeah. But go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. That's that's <clears throat> fine. I, 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 you know, it's the school itself was not so powerful. Mm-hmm. It was really more about it. Just it, it was like a joyful thing. I, mm-hmm. It was a gift, and uh-huh. and I, I appreciated it so much. And I was with these people who kind of largely thought that thought that it was just the natural course of things, and that they might as well do it kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, 
<clears throat> I'll talk to you in 30 years, you know. <laughs> right, right. They didn't see it as like a kind of like a privilege to be. No, not no, at all. It was no. more like an expectation and an mm-hmm. entitlement. But, you know, I tried not to be too cynical about it. I, tr- <clears throat> I try not to be too cynical about any of, the, any of it, really. Yeah. But um, it's challenging sometimes. It's, but, well, I think, uh, yeah, you, you have a dip, your perspective changes when you get older and you just see yeah. things. And you can't explain it to someone that's younger than you. No, you know, and I, and I, I'm sure you remember Larry. Often working with crew people, mm-hmm. there's a sense of bitterness comes into a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's, you know, it's like yeah. no, there's no, there's no healthy, there's nothing healthy about being bitter. Right, and right. It's it's your own failures are your own. You know, right, I remember right. I remember somebody telling me once um, that they they didn't get they didn't get any any shows because they didn't sleep with the right curators. Right, they, right. you know. You know, that's, that's really stupid. Yeah, that's, a, yeah. It might, that's an oversimplification at the very... Uh, the very yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I have this idea that, um, that if the Britain... I haven't, haven't been to... I haven't been out of the U.S., but, like, there's a, a, a charm in the U.K. that might uh, mask certain things or also make... Make them seem um, more pretentious or less thuggish. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's, it's definitely there's a charm, but there's also this sort of um, steely backbone mm-hmm. that you know can can sort of go bad. <laughs> the, oh. Like they're uh, really tough people, mm-hmm. they're super tough, really funny, mm-hmm. and tough at the same time. It's like okay. you know some of the. Some of the hardest situations I've been in uh, as an art handler mm-hmm. are working with with people who were determined to, you know, sabotage what I was doing, oh. and yeah. you know, with a smile. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but but you know, <clears throat> whatever. Just you just do it. Whatever. But, <laughs> but but getting back to the feminist yeah. thing, I I feel really. Um, reluctant to label myself in that way mm-hmm. i mean sort of reluctant to label anybody with anything but um yeah yeah but i i started thinking that i might as well try to incorporate my experience into what i do for artwork mm-hmm. and <clears throat> and and you know kind of make a, try to do little little gut punches here and there Right, right, uh, right. Cause, because i might as well yeah. <laughs> well you're making a hu- you're making human statements ultimately you yeah, know. yeah. I, and I think I, I think that I have found that I want to make human statements w- mm-hmm. through the work that I do. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. I mean, I've always been something of a realist uh, painter, and you know, draw from draw from life, draw from photographs, or whatever, and um, have struggled and and worked towards trying to put meaning behind that imagery rather than simply replicating what I'm looking at. Right. So. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a, like an extra level to, yeah. to, to artwork. You know, it's, it's not easy for everyone to do. I think I get so, <clears throat> I get so emotional about, or, or, or frenzied about so many subjects that I, I think that's why I end up making mine. <laughs> look like really simple, so I don't <clears throat> right. don't have to think about anything. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But something I read on one of your p- 
pieces. I think it's a detail uh, on one of your encaustic wax on birch panels. Uh, yeah. Uh, the identical twins used to scream and call each other ugly, which I <laughs> yeah. thought that's a very, I don't know exactly where that comes from, but it really makes a, that's a real human statement, you know. It was a, it was a family story. It, it was a family observation. Oh. I have, I had twin cousins. Oh, it really Two had. sets in one family. Yeah, no, <laughs> it really did. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah, you know, and <laughs> True story. Wow. So, <laughs> and then, you know, that reminds me that um, the project that called the talkies uh, that I did, all those red squares, uh -huh. um, that was my degree show. And I had never worked with text, and I thought that would be a really good time to do it. Um, you know, a kind of whole different different kind of presentation of, of how, what I do and how I think. And so I collected those phrases for, for months, you know, I... I would either make them up or read or, or people would give me stuff. And um, when I installed it for the show uh -huh. in Britain, um, people wouldn't read it. They they oh. found it too uncomfortable, oh. <laughs> which is interesting in itself. You know, it's like I tried to keep it really vague so mm -hmm. that it so that it wasn't, you know, some sort of, you know, exposure, mm -hmm. personal exposure, even even if. Some of it was from me directly or not, but but people were just you know really uncomfortable. They they left notes saying you know don't give up. You know it's like oh, <laughs> oh funny. Was, so it I'll was really. To, I'm on your website now. Let's see, painting, encaustic. Where's uh? Yeah, it's called the talkies, and it's uh installate an installation. I, know I forget I, which section. Because uh, I had come across it before. I'll, okay, I'll take a closer look later. But <clears throat> so people were, uh, what, worried about you or? Uh, uh, yeah, what? some of them were. Uh -huh. It was it was just kind of interesting. It's like <laughs> unintended, you mm -hmm. know, concern. And I, as I said, I tried to keep it vague, as though <clears throat> it could be sort of the voices of anybody. But mm -hmm. I guess maybe collectively, it looked like I was. A real mess, mm -hmm, <laughs> so, mm -hmm. but I thought most of them were funny. I thought they were really funny. Yeah, and, and people didn't think they were funny. <laughs> well, that's weird. They should, yeah. Well, <clears throat> I don't know. One of my favorites Go is ahead. um, I I I want to be beautiful, but it's too late for that. Even on the inside, right? I think that's I read really that. funny. Oh well, okay. <laughs> well, yeah. So it, <clears throat> yes, it's funny, but I can see how someone would, be, would like. Oh, yeah. I think. I, 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 I hear you. If, if you really felt that way, you probably would not write it down. No. And, yeah, yeah no. and expose that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I hear but you. I guess it, 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 I, I've always kind of wondered if I ever had a chance to show it in this country, mm -hmm. if the response to it would be different or if it just cut too close to mm -hmm. the British people's inability to expose themselves at all. Yeah, yeah, they don't. Mm -hmm. You're right. They don't seem to share feelings as as yeah. readily. I, I think it would do all right in New York, at least the 90, yeah. 90s, mm -hmm. 80s and 90s New York. <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> so for, for for quite a few years, you, is, am I right? Your family was a sh shipping, you and your husband and your daughter yeah. were shipping? Um, yeah. Driving we, trucks around? When we, um, yeah, well, when we... Um, Moved to Long Island. Mm -hmm. um, I 
as I said, I worked in an arts council for five years and then Peter started, we bought an old truck and he started moving things between New York and the Hamptons mm-hmm. and that kind of, it was the original part of the original company that we had. Okay. And, uh, so he wasn't home a lot and, and, but I had they, my job, let me bring Nell, uh, our daughter to uh, work from three, three weeks at, the, at three weeks old. She was in a little, <laughs> a little seat in the middle of a gallery while, while I installed Amazing. the show. It was great. So awesome. she sat on my desk for the first couple of years mm-hmm. um, until she just got too rambunctious. But <laughs> anyway, so we started doing some um, art storage mm-hmm. and Peter came home one day and saw, said he had just come from an old fishing warehouse mm-hmm. and the upstairs was available and I had to open a gallery because it would be fun. And so, <laughs> so I did. And uh. that's that was the start of the sort of combination work that we did. And so we, we moved the, the business up. Well, we sold that business to uh, Crozier, and then we moved up to Maine. Oh, and you sold your shipping business. We did. We sold the Crozier. shipping part of it to oh, okay. Crozier. The, and uh, <clears throat> then we moved to Maine and opened the gallery again <clears throat> and bought another truck. And so we've done this three-part model f- from from that point on, except for the time in London. Um Amazing. Where Peter Peter drove the truck, to, to Maine to New York, New, northern New England to New York at weeks every week, uh-huh. and I would be in the truck with him when the gallery wasn't open. Okay. And then Nell kind of grew up with it. What? She and, did she did she grow up on the road or is that an exaggeration? Yeah, yeah. No, not no, completely. <laughs> we we used to we had a, we didn't have a car seat for her, so we used to tire in the middle of the truck seat <laughs> with a with a. Shipping strap. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. so yeah, and so that's what we did, and we—I mean, that's what we still do. Mm-hmm. I, I, well, it closed the gallery when we moved to London in 2018. I mean, sorry, 2011. Okay. So I just kind of didn't want to do that anymore. Well, yeah, and, but you couldn't do it long distance either. Or, or you yeah, call? yeah, no, I didn't do it. But even when I came back, I didn't. You know, okay. People were hoping that I would reopen. Uh-huh. I said no. I'm, yeah. I'm tired of working for you, and right. Um, right. And so now I'm actually trying to stay out of the truck. I'm trying to get Peter to to get other people to uh, to work for him and mm-hmm. focus on other things. Right. So right, I hear you. So, but but uh, yeah. but back to the gallery. I know you don't want to do it anymore, but you <laughs> curated quite a few shows there, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I did. I from ninety. I forget when I opened, 98 or 99 mm-hmm. to 2011. Okay. I did a show a month. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. How large was the space? Uh, well, we had different spaces. Um, oh, and the other thing we did with the, as part of the model is we came to finally land in a space in Portland mm-hmm. that had art storage capability in the back of the space. So oh, per, per the Portland, idea was Maine, for yeah. the for the storage, uh-huh. yeah, Portland, Maine, for the storage to support the, the base, um, the base fiscal needs for the, the exhibition oh, okay. space, so that that was kind of the, a good thing to do, yeah. so I it allowed me to make decisions on curatorial decisions that were not based on saleability, 
I kind mm. of was able to <clears throat> to run it like a nonprofit and show whatever that. I wanted. Yeah, yeah. I, love it was, I wouldn't be I wouldn't have been able to do it otherwise. Mm-mm. I'm not much of a salesperson, really. No, it's, so, yeah, that's um, how big was the space. I, I, geez, I don't remember how big it was. I don't know. That's that's all right. <laughs> Can't answer that question. <laughs> it was manageable. You. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, it, it was manageable. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, how has the uh, the uh, quarantine affected your, you know, I'm I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah. No, it hasn't. It means I don't have to get in the truck. I don't want to. Right. <laughs> it's finally finally Jeez. grounded, Peter. So uh, I can't. You know, I've been. It's uh, the last couple of years. I I had. I, I mentioned I got a new ankle. So yeah. The year before that, the my whole foot was rebuilt, and like a new arch and all that. What and the then the next, the following year, I got a. I got a new ankle. So for a two-year span, there was about six months where I couldn't walk between mm. the two surgeries. And that was great. It was, oh. <laughs> it was absolutely fine because it, <laughs> it really it meant I didn't have any – there was no question of whether or not I had to work. Right, and, right, uh, right. So now this is the same kind of thing. It's like mm-hmm. the only way I can really have the clarity to, to not be guilty about right, right. You know, anything is just like, well, you know global pandemic right right you don't exactly i hear you because you'll put even if no one else is putting pressure on you you put it on yourself if you don't have right like, some, oh, it's, something to validate <clears throat> yeah it's a working class notion that i've never been able to get rid of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know that's, so yeah. but that's that's what the same kind of thing I'm, I'm sure you know that that makes exhibition work good because it's all it's all time-based mm-hmm. and you got to get the show up no matter what. And so for, for those of us who do that kind of work, mm-hmm. you just, you power through, you, yeah. you work at the Guggenheim for three weeks straight, 12 mm-hmm. hour days yep. uh, because yep. you had to. You had, and, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. Get it done. Yeah, but I always liked it, you know, and then, and then the, and the show would open and you could rest for a week and mm-hmm. start it up again, you know? Yeah. 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 That was, I, I uh, tell the story that I I got convinced that I was going to leave the city, and then in order to leave, I had to save money to move out. Right. And then I, it gave me the incentive to do the proper networking. So then I had a lot of jobs to juggle. Right. And I was liking it, you know. Yeah. I felt like stuff was happening, you know, and then. But I had already committed to move out. So. Right, that's that's a conundrum. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know, greater involvement, you know, can be a, can be a a curse rather than a cure. True, true. <laughs> but, or a cure rather than a curse. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. I don't officially know where it was leading, but I was like, yeah. oh, maybe I like it here after all. You know, but how long did you live in New York? I was a resident for at least five years from. Eighty nine or ninety two, ninety five or ninety six, and right. then I, but then I was going back and forth. I think maybe we met when I was on doing my back and forth thing. <clears throat> well, I think I was, I I worked at the Gray for several years, and then I stopped uh, working at the Gray uh-huh. uh, when the galleries shut down for a year uh-huh. to be renovated, was and that's this? when I started freelancing. Ah, was this it was like ninety when... five? Oh, okay. So it was before Chris was there, or was it? After no, it was. It, I, I, it was. 
I met Chris at the Guggenheim, uh-huh. and because he was so tortured in his job there, right. I encouraged him to apply to the Gray uh-huh. Uh-huh. and for my old job. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Uh, he didn't get hired the first time, but mm-hmm. then the guy they did hire uh, didn't last long. Okay. And then Chris, then Chris took the job. Uh-huh. I think it was '97, I want to say. Okay. Um, but. Um, but yeah, so what was I going to say? I was going to say about freelancing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't remember. Sorry. <laughs> but I don't know. What was it about the um, the the life of a, a freelancer or the uh, the? Uh, um, I mean, I felt uh, I felt inspired by just the camaraderie of uh, so many interesting personalities or or. So that's part. Yeah, you get a feel. Even if you don't talk to some of the people that are running around there, you get a feel for their, a feeling for their intelligence or their energy or their yeah a, a general positive attitude, you know. Yep, and and, and the, the Guggenheim was an interesting place to to do that because mm-hmm. there it was such a wide mix because they would hire anybody, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and um, you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Proof, um, yeah. Okay. But I mean, no, I mean the the, um, the camaraderie is is, it, it, you know, it's what makes it possible. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> and I've some of my favorite people are people that I was on a crew with. The, mm-hmm. the first person that ever hired me to be on a crew at the ICA in 1982 uh-huh. is still a friend of mine. Uh-huh. He works at he works at the Rose uh, at Brandeis, uh-huh. and. Uh, I showed his artwork in the gallery, and uh-huh, uh-huh. you know it's it's amazing, really, when I think of that. Uh-huh. But it's but it's, no. it's you know if you you have the pleasure to meet some of these people, and and you because you experience something with them, yeah, it you know it's even a, it's if a it's bond, just, it's a bond of yeah. sorts, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> That's always kept me uh-huh. kept me involved in that kind of stuff, and as as I said, that I felt the same way with the. The boys that I worked with in London, mm-hmm. um, you know, I still, I, I used to do um, for several years. Peter and I would go over to Maastricht, which is one of the biggest art fairs um, ever. Where is and that? it's in Holland okay. or the Netherlands, and amazing. And it's it's in it's it's so big that the Dutch guys ride their bikes around it. You know, it's like oh. you know, so so it happens every March. And mm-hmm. we used to work for this British company that would bring us over to take us because they it was all hands on deck for those. And some of those some of those times, mm-hmm. I, I would I've never been as tired and I've never enjoyed myself more working so hard. Oh, that's and, so uh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So they rode bikes but, from 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 booth to booth, or from. Yeah, you know, if they were like administrators or whatnot, they the <laughs> the, the, the the booths. I mean, the sorry, the just the building itself is so so huge. There's an old masters part and a contemporary part. Oh. It's like monstrous. <laughs> wow. So amazing. Yeah. So you're not you're not too worried about the uh, you're not being you're not suffering because of the having to stay at home. Well. Yeah, not on 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 a personal level. I'm not I'm not suffering at all. Right, I, right. Our, our Nell, our daughter, is going a little crazy. She's oh, 22 and right. can't start her life after after college oh, right now. Yes, but okay. uh, yeah. and she and she she stayed in London. She lived in London from 2011 to last December. Mm-hmm. So she's been in the middle of a city, and mm-hmm. now she's not. 
now, now she's, she's away stuck. from her partner and her oh. friends and she's sitting in the woods in Maine that she doesn't really oh. care about in the begin with so sorry (laughs) yeah i know right (laughs) so she's struggling a bit but um but other than that you know you just worry about you know who it's going to take and Mm -hmm. it's not like it's like yeah just hunker down and then wait to peep your head out at the when it's over and yeah look at the damn yeah yeah. do you live in the country yourself we live kind of in some uh, lower income suburbs of, of Athens, Georgia, mm-hmm. like sort of, we live in Athens, Clark County, but we're also, uh, uh, just far out enough to where the city does not pick up uh-huh. our trash. So, right. <laughs> so we have to hire a different company for the certain things, but <clears throat> huh. so we, yeah, I'm really lucky. We have a front and a backyard, you know? Yeah. And, nice. Uh, and it's, it's pretty cool. Well, it's funny. I I've never been there up until I wrote you that day. Yeah. We were driving through, and uh, we were on our way to Atlanta for a job, uh-huh. and had Nell with us because she uh-huh. just got back, and and it was kind of nice. You know, so let's go to Athens. We've mm-hmm. always wanted to be there. You know, so so you so. did actually come to Athens. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's when I wrote you. Oh, okay. I, said, I I think Larry lives in Athens. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> we just had dinner and then we kept then we drove on. Kept on going. Where'd you eat? Uh, the grit. The grit. Uh, excellent choice. Excellent choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> oh, it's good. <laughs> good deal. Good deal. It was. It was really interesting, even just seeing Atlanta. And then mm-hmm. the, after the job, we stayed in Macon on their way to Sarah Savannah, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, it was all an interesting glimpse of another yeah. part of this this country. Yeah, so. yeah. We're we're a unique part of the world down here, but the, yeah. But we also get a bad rap for not. You know, because we're not all, you know, it's a red state and so on and so forth. Oh, but no. I, I have a feeling yeah. the majority of us are not, you know, red. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I live in, I live in Trumpland in Maine. Um, oh, it's a bunch of meth heads and Trumpers. Really? So, I, yeah. I, yeah, we, we go for hikes and we hear the gunshots. I'm not oh, kidding. <laughs> so I, I, I'm not in a position to make... Mm-hmm nonsensical judgments about anybody right right okay yeah i guess i put maine on a pedestal but yeah <clears throat> i don't know anything you know <laughs> well just like anything any any place it's just people complex <laughs> yeah. right exactly so well, listen uh what um are you making artwork right now or are you you know yes i am i'm doing a lot of this drawing and decoupage kind of stuff that I've been doing. Awesome, awesome. I um, decided that I was going to try to do residencies because that seems like a a really nice thing, nice way to, to do this, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I, but I don't usually get in, I don't usually get accepted, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did one last year. I went mm-hmm. to South, South of France for a month and started hey. on this drawing thing because it's really easy to make drawings when you travel. Yeah. And um, so I, I can't stop it now. Now uh, I just I'm doing these sort of drawing collages and really liking it. And then I was supposed to be in um, Finland now. Mm-hmm. I got accepted into 
a residency in rural Finland for the month of April. It sounds like you are getting into but, them. Well, <laughs> these two. Okay. That's, that's two out of 20 of that I apply okay. for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but once you get in one, then it looks good. So you can I see. You know, yes. talk them into letting you come the next time. But anyway, yeah, so it would have been real nice. And it's been postponed to June, but mm. I have a feeling that'll be too soon right. too. So I don't know what's going to happen there. But yeah, but yeah so I'm, I'm doing these these decoupage things because I, it looked like fun and mm-hmm. now I can't, I can't stop. I'm, I'm making collages of bits of paper and I don't know. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Are they, are any of the new ones up on your, on your site? Um, no, not, not, not really. Okay. I mean, the, those drawings are, those are decoupage, like the uh-huh. ones on the, on the homepage with the, the women with the masks on. Yeah. Those are all, those are tissue. That's, okay. I mean, they're drawings placed on tissue. So okay. yeah, those are really nice. I like your, stri- <laughs> your faded striped backgrounds. Those. <laughs> I'm in the process of backing those on bigger boards now and okay. making bigger stripes. I, okay. Yeah. It's just, it's a bit obsessive really. <laughs> no, that's what, you know, you're an artist. That's, you know, significant that, that an artist keeps making art, you know, it's, yeah, I, like you, I think you like you wrote. Not everyone, I think, uh, uh, becomes a a millionaire, but uh, or a glamorous. You know, we're not all Andy Warhol or whatever. But yeah. <laughs> bad example, yeah. maybe. I don't know. It's, uh, you know, no, it's true. Yeah. I, 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 it's kind. Of, it one has to come to a point of acceptance that mm-hmm. you know, really, really, what were the expectations and right. what 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 determines personal success is it is it being able to live off your work is it being able to make it still or do you feel like a failure because some gallery doesn't choose to take you on or is it all of that is like clutter Mm -hmm. you know they make work or you don't and you do something with it if you can and i i don't know yeah that's the best it's really yeah uh, yeah well you know it's it's painful if you don't arrive at something, mm-hmm. you know, and you either stop making work or you, you put your creative endeavors into something else. And I don't know, it's, yeah. or you just do it. Yeah. And yeah. Do it. Cause you I, I do was, it. I was yeah. just going to say, Larry, I mm-hmm. remember Chris Gura saying yes. about talking about you mm-hmm. saying that, that you never stopped making work. That, that it was all kind of ingrained in you that, mm-hmm. you know, if, if the example he said, you know, if you sit around and, you know, you order a pizza, you, Larry, would, would start drawing on the pizza box. <clears throat> oh, well, that's, yeah, I that's, remember that. that's flattering. I, I don't recall. No, that, yeah. you might not have said it while you were there. <laughs> uh-huh. I would just say, you just, you know, it was something that's, that. That is awesome yeah. of Chris to say. Is I, I, that would yeah. be my... <clears throat> intent in philosophy but i also feel like that's i didn't always uh there were periods where i did not make art so <laughs> yeah well it comes and goes yeah. it, it's you know yeah i I'm mean i'm always it, doing something i'll tell you that much exactly <laughs> yeah. right right i'm glad to know that it, that's still the case yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm actually <clears throat> regarding uh painting i'm actually cleaning the studio out i started yesterday it's so dusty and gross and yeah, pollen is everywhere. But I'm, you know, 
Got a, got a little time on my hands these days. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I did the it the other day. Yeah. My my mother died a couple of, well, oh. a month ago, and, and so Sorry. I have the contents of her life in my mm. in half of my studio so because hard. it's the only dry place to keep it right mm. now. But um, you know, we have a big barn, but it leaks. And mm-hmm. uh, anyway, um, so I'm kind of just put it all in in one corner. I just I I can't do it right mm-hmm. now. I I, I uh, I'll, I'll absorb her. Her energy later. Yeah, I'm but yeah, it's hard. Yeah, I'm dealing with that yeah, too right now, and there's so much. Uh, uh, there's so much uh, mental. Re- yeah. re- outside of the grief, there's like uh, other mental stresses. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot to reconcile with yeah. with someone's passing, and and good, bad, or otherwise. It's just. I get yeah. one has to sort of take it, it, it yeah. put it. I I don't know. I feel like I had to put it in a compartment and mm-hmm. uh, let it trickle out slowly. Right, right, right. So you got yeah. Use your <laughs> yeah. Manage it. Manage it. Yeah, manage uh, it. Man- yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but um, so listen. Can I share your uh, website and so on? On the I'm gonna do like a intro and a outro and then share some and yeah. share some links on the. Yeah, please okay. do. Okay. It's uh it's good. It's yeah. it's it's really nice that you're doing this. It's you know, when I when I saw your podcast when I saw the link to your your, mm-hmm. your thing um you know, I really I kind of like it. It's it's what I, I like the concept of it of of just sort of putting your you you putting yourself out there. Yeah. And you know, thank you. Th- so, yeah. I go ahead. I just well, I I uh, I got I've I felt so enriched by other people's podcasts, and then you know, part of me was like, "Don't do that because you're not uh, as smart or as talented or you know as interesting as them, you know, whoever they are." But now yeah. I decided, you know what, I am someone that does it also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not about. It's not yeah. about intelligence or or interest or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. it's the ability to to sort of open it up and let people let people communicate. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. They're right. 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 Get, get, keep the door open. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> cool, Deb. So, well, thank you so much but, for uh, talking to me. Oh, it's it's wonderful to talk to you. Uh, it's really good. Yeah. And, uh, we'll have to. Yeah. We'll have to also <laughs> stay in touch, and maybe I'll do a, a follow-up podcast after this is all over, you know? Okay. And uh, <laughs> is there something I missed that I didn't uh, ask about or, you know? I don't think so. I mean, you, you know, I, I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you missed anything or not. It's, it's like you don't know what you don't know, you don't, right? That's right. Call me and tell me if you think something <laughs> I should include. <laughs> uh, I, I will. I will all think right. about it, I, you know, so, but. Cool. It is what it is. It is what it is. Well, listen, hang in there, and uh, thank you. And and my best to your family, and uh, and mine to yours. Thank you it's so really, much. Yeah, really. yeah. <laughs> it's so you know I still have the boombox that you wrote your name on. Hilarious. Uh, yep, yep. Larry box. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. It's in my studio. <laughs> cool. Good deal. Good deal. I have one, another one that I wrote my name on that doesn't work and it's stuck. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Gotta make a lamp out of it. All right. Yeah. (laughs) All right.
<laughs> okay, Larry. Awesome, it's lovely to talk. Great talk. And, uh, and, uh, all right. Yeah. I'll see you soon. Talk to you okay. Soon. All right. Bye bye. See ya. So that was my talk with Deb. <clears throat> She's in the woods of Maine making art. Really good to reconnect with her. I get the distinct feeling I need to do my homework and then call her back some other time. But until I do, this has been another episode of Limited Perspective. <laughs> I've been Larry Fort. See you next time. Thanks for listening.